Hallelujah. God bless you so much. Thank you for tuning in once again. This is me, Samuel Ukebu, and it's a pleasure, it's a privilege to share the word of God with you. I'm so happy that you tuned in today. God bless you and God bless you. God bless you even more. How I wish you could see my heart. It is always a privilege to share the word of God with you. And I just want to use this privilege to say thank you to as many that has been writing me, sending me an email saying I've been blessed through this message. It's a privilege to share the word of God with you. And I'm happy that God has been touching your lives through this message. And I believe that he will do even more in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Today, I want to talk to you about something important, just like we've always discussed important things. I want to talk to you about something very, very important. And it's something that has to do with our lives. And it's something that most of us can also relate to. Someone once said that there are three answers whenever we pray. There are three answers we always get from God whenever we pray. And he said that the first answer could be yes. The, the second answer could be no. And the third answer could be a wait. And it's the third answer that I want to talk to you about today. The part where we pray and God says wait. And you have to wait for years. You have to wait for months before you receive what you've asked from him. And that is what I want to talk about today. And I believe that your life would be blessed through this message in the name of Jesus Christ. I want us to look at the book of Luke chapter 1. And when you look closely at the book of Luke chapter 1, verse 12, you see the life of Zechariah, a man named Zechariah, and his wife Elizabeth. And the Bible says in that chapter, in chapter 1, that they had been praying to God for a child. They've been asking for a child, and the Bible says that, that they've been waiting, praying, believing, but yet the answer was not coming forth. And when you look at the life of this man, Zechariah, you could tell that he was a righteous man. And not only was he a righteous man, but you see that his name tells a story about who he is. Because at that particular time in Israel, they are not like us today that we just give any names. No, the Israelites don't do that. Whatever name they give, they believe that names tell a story. So when you look at the meaning of the name of this man, Zechariah, you see that his name means God remembers. But in this situation, it seems as if God has even forgotten them. They've prayed for years and they've not gotten the answer. So it seems as if God has forgotten them. And his wife's name, Elizabeth, means oath. And when you put this word together, it means God remembers his oath. And remember, in the scriptures, the Bible tells us that God would always take care of the righteous, that God would always provide for the righteous. But it's not like that in this particular passage. From all that they are going through, from their years of barrenness, from their years of childlessness, it is very obvious. And some people would say, God has forgotten them. Because it is very difficult to imagine or understand how someone can be right with God and yet barren. For according to the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 28 and Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 4, the Bible tells us that children were a sign of God's blessings and the absence of them simply indicates a curse. And in this passage, their righteousness had just become a sign of shame. But in Psalm 113 verse 9, the scripture says that the Lord settles the childless woman in her home as a happy mother of children. Zachariah wasn't just a righteous man. At the same time, the scripture makes it very clear that Zachariah was a priest. So which means in any way we look at it, he has been faithful to God and he has been serving God. How can God allow his servant 
To be in such situation, how can God allow his servants to pray for child for this long without receiving it when even the unbelievers, the unfaithful, are conceiving and they are just giving birth? Just like that. Why would God allow the prayer of Zechariah to linger so long? Why would God allow your prayer to linger that long? You're about to find out why. So from this verse also, we learn that Zechariah was a priest and in Israel at that particular time, a priest only officiated at the sacrifice once in his lifetime. And, and this was selected by lottery. So in other words, you could be a priest all your life and never be called to serve in the temple. So one of the goals of Zechariah as a priest at that particular time would be to officiate in the temple. And this could only happen once in a year and it could only happen once in a person's lifetime because there were so many priests at that particular time. And uh, at the time of uh, Zechariah, I believe that Zechariah was a member of one of the 24 divisions in the priesthood. So his whole goal was to at least be the priest that would officiate in the temple, at least once in his lifetime. And Zechariah, for many years, maybe 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, he would go to the temple and they would cast lot and he would always lose. And this has always happened. And I believe that he would always ask God, God, please give me the privilege, give me the, the right to serve you and officiate in your temple. So he kept believing for years that one day it would come to his turn. But the Bible says that one day he was chosen. But if you look at this passage, you would think that it's by coincidence. But no, it's not by coincidence because in Proverbs chapter 16 verse 33, the scripture says that the Lord is cast into the lap, but the whole disposing thereof is of the Lord. Nothing happens without his knowledge. Nothing that happens with God or in the life of a believer is a coincidence. Everything is planned by God. Because uh, the Bible tells us that he, God has a plan for us. And the scripture tells us that that plan that he has for us is plan of good to bring us to an expected end. And another thing that Zechariah so much desired and prayed for was to be a father, just like I said before. But it was no longer possible because Luke said they were old. And you have to understand that this gospel of Luke was written by Luke and Luke happens to be a doctor. So when Luke said that Elizabeth was old, Luke actually knows what he was talking about. Because what Luke was saying is, medically speaking, she has passed the age of conception. She has passed the age where she could give birth to a child. But you see, there is power in God. There is no impossibility with God. And the Bible says that one day as Zechariah was officiating in the temple, that the angel of God appeared to him. Listen very carefully to this. Luke had said that it is impossible because she was old. But we see in this particular verse that one word from God changed that medical report. And I don't know what report you have, financial report, medical report, academic report, but I want you to understand that as you're hearing my voice, the Lord has sent forth his word. When God wants to do the impossible, he sends his word. And that is why in Psalm 107 verse 20, the Bible says that he sent out his word and healed them. He rescued them from the grave. And the centurion understood this when the centurion said to Jesus, all I need is just thy word. All that you need in life is just the word of God. 
The Word of God is the most strongest thing that a believer needs. It's capable of changing any situation. It's capable of healing. It's capable of turning situations around. It's capable of healing every broken heart, healing marriages. One thing that you need from God is nothing but His Word. And let's get back to the test. Uh, Zechariah had prayed for years, waited for God to answer their prayer. But they are about to realize that when God makes you wait, it is a sign that he is getting ready to do the impossible. And I don't know who I'm speaking to, but as you're listening to my voice, and I'm about to tell you this, listen very carefully. Remember, I said all you need is one word from God. The word that you're hearing this afternoon is about to change your life. God said I should tell you this afternoon that he is sending forth his word into your life. Watch out because your situation is changing. Watch out because you would see the presence of God right there with you. Watch out because the things you cried about yesterday has turned into joy. And the Bible says that Zachariah stepped into the temple to minister. And as he was ministering in the presence of God, the angel of the Lord appeared to him. And the Bible says that then he looked around, but he noticed that he had company. You see, when he noticed that the angel was there was not when the angel was there. The Bible says that God will go before us to make all our crooked ways straight. The angel had been long there waiting for him to arrive. The, as a matter of fact, the angel has always been with him. The presence of God has always gone with him. But it took so many years for him to see the presence of God. Because you're going through what you're going through in life does not mean that God has forsaken you. Listen carefully. God will never forsake you. Wherever you are, God is always there because his presence would never depart from you. So it was on the particular day that Zechariah noticed that the angel of the Lord was there, that the presence of God was there. And the angel said to him, the Lord has heard your prayers. In other words, the thing you've been praying for, for years has been answered. I don't know what you've been praying for years, but listen carefully again. God said I should tell you that everything that you have been praying for, that he has answered. The Lord has sent me here to announce to you that the Lord has heard your prayers, that the Lord has answered your prayers, that the Lord has seen your tears. Remember, the Bible says for 400 years, the children of Israel were in captivity. But one day, the Lord appeared to Moses and he said to Moses, I have heard the cry of my people. It doesn't matter how long you've been going through it. But the Lord said, I should tell you this afternoon that he has heard all your pleas. He has heard all that you have asked from him. He has heard you. He has seen your tears. Hallelujah. God has heard you. And listen, God did not just hear Zechariah and grant him his heart desire. This is what the angel said to Zechariah. And the angel said, he shall be great in God's eyes. You have to understand, John did not build any house. As a matter of fact, he lived in the wilderness. And that is the problem we have. The problem is mostly because we define greatness outside of God. You see, with God, the definition of greatness is not based on what you own, but by the power of the Holy Spirit that is at work in your life. So what God was saying to Zechariah was, in other words, I am going to so anoint this child that there will be none like him. I don't know what you have always been believing in God for, but I know one thing for sure. God is about to give you something great. God will give you something great in the name of Jesus Christ. For years, Zechariah prayed, but they never gave up. And that is why in Luke chapter 18 verse 1, the master tells us that we are to pray and never give up. 
When the Lord visited Zechariah, he took away their shame. When the angel gave them the word, the word took away their shame. I don't know what you've been waiting for and people look at you and mock you. But I know one thing for sure. As you're hearing the sound of my voice, God is taking away every shame. God is taking away every reproach in your life. God is taking away every tears in your life. God is taking every misfortune away from your life. The Bible says that tears can only endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. I am here to announce to you that your morning has come in the name of Jesus Christ. Your morning is here in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Now, look at this lastly. I'm about to close. And the scripture says that after the encounter that Zechariah had with the angel of God, Zechariah was now dumb because he questioned the angel. I won't go there, but you would follow me. I would arrive at that point. And the Bible says that he went home, he had an encounter with the wife, and the wife became pregnant. And the wife also put to bed. During the naming ceremony of the child, because John could not talk, the relatives of Zechariah asked, Elizabeth, the wife of Zechariah, what will be the name of the child? And Elizabeth said, his name will be John. And they said, no one in our family bears that name. And she said, John. Listen, John means the Lord has shown favor. In other words, what they were telling Elizabeth was, there is no one in our family that God has shown such favor. And I announce to you today by the Spirit of God that God is about to show you the kind of favor that no one in your family has experienced. No one in your country has experienced. Because you have stood for God and you never gave up on God. One thing you have to understand is that God does not give you what you ask for. The Bible says that God will supply all our needs according to his riches in glory. God is not just about to answer you. But God is about to show you the same kind of favor that he showed to Moses. The same kind of favor that he showed to Joseph. That Joseph looked at his brothers and said, you meant it for evil against me. But the Lord has turned it around for my good. God is about to give you the kind of favor that he has never shown to any man. The kind of favor that lifted Joseph from the prison to the palace. The kind of favor that lifted Moses from a murderer to a servant of the Most High God. God is about to show you that kind of favor. That God is about to do the same in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. And another thing that the angel said to Zechariah and Elizabeth was, Israel will be blessed through his life. In other words, God is not just giving him a blessing, but God is about to give him the kind of blessing that all the nations of the earth will be blessed through the life of their child. And that is why David said that my cup runneth over. It is difficult for God to bless you and your cup will not run over. Ah, I can feel a different kind of anointing upon my life today. And I'm about to tell you something. Your cup is about to run over. The Lord is not going to fill your cup. But God will make sure that your cup runs over in the name of Jesus Christ. And in Luke chapter 7 verse 28, Jesus also said this. Jesus said, of all the men born of a woman, there is none like John. There is no one as great as John. In other words, Jesus said that John was the greatest. God is about to give you a kind of blessing that he has never, never, 
never, never given to anyone in the name of Jesus Christ. And Zechariah said, how can I be sure? In other words, he was asking for a sign. That is the same thing that Moses did. That is the same thing that Gideon asked for. That is the same thing that Abraham asked for in Genesis 15 verse 8. And you might be asking, ah, preacher, I've heard so many people talk about this. But I tell you something, if you don't give up, if you continue to wait, remember, had it been that Daniel gave up and never continued to pray, he would have missed out on his miracle. And if you continue to wait, ah, that God has sent me here to speak to you is also a sign. It is not by coincidence that you came across this podcast, that you came across this message. It is by God's divine direction. And God said, I should tell you that he's about to do something miraculous in your life. Zachariah and Elizabeth had to wait for a very long time in order to receive this miracle. But when they received the miracle, God compensated them for all the years that they had to wait. Do you know why God waited so long to answer the prayer of Zachariah and Elizabeth? It was because he had something special in store for them than what they had ever imagined. They were simply praying for a child, but God didn't just give them a child. He gave them John the Baptist. I don't know what you've been praying for, but I tell you, hang on. Even though you can't see it, keep waiting. Even though it's not coming to pass, keep waiting. For when the answer will arrive, it would surely be greater than everything that you ever imagined. Continue to hold on to God. He is too faithful to fail. The God that remembered Zachariah will surely remember you. And when we use the word remember, it doesn't mean that God has forgotten you. The Bible says, at the fullness of time, your own time is coming. Keep waiting. God will surely do the miraculous in your life. That is one thing he's known for. He's known for doing the impossible. And that is what he's about to do in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Ah, I can't stop saying that word. But I want you to realize something. I want you to always remember this. That God wishes above every other thing. That you shall prosper as your soul prosperate. God is always with you. And the scripture says, if he is with us, who shall be against us? It doesn't matter what the devil is doing. Continue to hang on to God. He's too faithful to fall. If there is one thing that I have learned in this, my few years on earth, I've learned that God is trustworthy and he is dependable. Until next time, continue to remain blessed. I will always be here for you and I believe that God will always use me to touch you. Don't forget, it's always me, Samuel Okebu. Until next time, keep that smile on your face. God bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.